We're going to take a look at business news now, starting with a title that no brand will want to earn, that of Worst Plastic Polluter of the Year. And the winner for five years in a row is Coca-Cola. Charles Pellegrin, our business editor, is here with more. Yeah, that's right, Aaron. And this is according to an annual brand audit run by the NGO called Break Free from Plastics. Their data is based on the plastics collected among trash by citizens around the world and shows a disconnect between Coca-Cola's public commitments against plastic pollution and the actual impact of their business, something that's even more pronounced by the fact that the company is an official sponsor of the COP27 currently taking place in Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. Well, France 24's Karis Garland has the details. It's the world's biggest summit dedicated to fighting climate change. The COP27 features big names in both key speakers and sponsors. One of its backers, though, is a controversial choice. The Coca-Cola company was on Tuesday named the planet's top plastic polluter for the fifth straight year. First place, the Coca-Cola company. Environmental activists say the company is using the COP as a lobbying platform. They make suggestions to decision-makers that are in their own interests. They pollute discussions. These companies should be an issue on the agenda, but they're given a seat at the table. The report by Break Free from Plastic named Coca-Cola's competitor Pepsi as the second largest polluter, followed by Nestle. To determine which brands are the biggest polluters, volunteers conduct cleanups all over the world. This year, more than 31,000 Coca-Cola products were found among the 430,000 pieces of trash. That's three times the amount found in 2018 and contradictory to the brand's green promises. Coca-Cola said it would aim for 25% of its packaging to be recyclable in just a few years' time. Today that figure is less than 2%. We ask ourselves where these colossal promises are coming from. According to the Plastic Soup Foundation, Coca-Cola sells over 100 billion plastic bottles every year. This equates to 200,000 bottles a minute. And activists are trying to keep the pressure on Coca-Cola. Case in point, this protest in Argentina in front of one of the group's factories asking the soft drink giant to rethink its packaging and waste strategy. Take a listen. What we want is for Coca-Cola and others to change their sales model, to stop using disposable packaging and have strategies based on returnable and reusable packaging. Very little is being done almost nothing to try to produce less waste, which we believe should be a priority. And a quick look at the stock markets in East Asia now. Shares trading mostly lower this Wednesday as world leaders are a meeting in Bali for the second day of the G20 and, and discussing what Poland says is a Russian-made missile hitting the territory. On a more positive note, investors will also have noted the meeting between U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and People's Bank of China Governor Yi Gong. Yellen saying they discussed, quote, global macroeconomic and financial challenges, including economic prospects. Uh, let's take a look here. You can see the Shanghai Composite down almost half a percent. The Hong Kong and Hang Seng, the, the, the Hang Seng in Hong Kong down uh, by just over uh, a percent. And staying in China, where 
The number of confirmed cases of COVID-19 has been going up lately, putting a strain on the country's zero-COVID policy, a strain that's being felt especially by local governments who are asked to front the bill for this, for this policy, specifically for mass testing. The country's main COVID test companies are reporting a sizable increase in unpaid fees, soaring 90% over the year to 38 billion yuan, or around $5.4 billion. So with an economic slowdown caused partly by these costly lockdowns, the tax base for many local governments has been significantly reduced. And moving on to the wave of layoffs we're seeing in the tech industry with uh, former Amazon employees posting on LinkedIn that they are now looking for new opportunities. This comes just a few days after it was reported the e-commerce giant is looking to reduce its corporate workforce by 10,000, representing about 3% of its staff. Among those uh, posting were people working in Amazon's Alexa virtual assistant business and the Luna cloud gaming platform division. And to end, is pop music becoming a financial asset the same way artwork can be? Well, that's what asset management company Brookfield thinks. In partnership with music publisher Primary Wave, they've acquired the copyrights for Whitney Houston's hit songs, I Want to Dance with Somebody and How Will I Know. This is part of a $2 billion drive into music royalties where 50 to 100 million dollars were spent on a catalog of about 60 songs written by Shannon, Shannon Rubicam and George Merrill, the songwriters behind the Whitney Houston songs. The rise of streaming platforms, Aaron, like uh, Spotify, has made the acquisition of hit songs a really appealing investment. Indeed. Uh, Charles Pellegrin, thank you very much for that business update.